From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am your host, Brad Robinson, here with you today. This episode is number 60, and it's about the word cancer. Now, why are health anxiety sufferers so sensitized to the word cancer? Well, I was very sensitive to this word, and whenever I would be at the coffee shop, or whenever I was at the mall or at the office, I would be very sensitive when someone brought up a illness, a disease, or the word cancer. So I would be alert and 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 very concerned over what the person was talking about. So, and it's not. It's also not just other people talking about these illnesses, but it's also billboards and, and advertisements that that are, that would make me on high alert, would make me a little bit more sensitive. Um, it could be a, a billboard of, you know, um, if your pee is red, you know, you better go to the doctor. Or if, if you have a pain in your chest, it could be a heart attack. So these posters these advertisements would 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 make me alert and aware and concerned because i would be like well i probably have that i better go to the doctor well i feel that way i probably have that you know so these advertisements these billboards the the people talking about these diseases can make anxiety worse for a health anxiety sufferer because they already believe that they have a potential life-threatening illness. They're very sensitive to their health. And so health anxiety sufferers have a heightened sense of awareness to the things that fit their identity. So the billboards, the advertisements, the words other people are using that pertain to cancer, pertain to illnesses, all fit the health anxiety sufferer's identity. Because a health anxiety sufferer, they believe that they are unhealthy. So they filter all incoming information from the outside world to fit their current anxious identity. So let's understand how information is received. We receive 2 million bits of information every second. 2 million bits. This information is then filtered within us. We delete, we distort, and we generalize the incoming information. So... Let's talk about delete. So we delete the information that is currently not important to us and that don't currently suit our values 
and beliefs. We also distort information. We amplify and diminish information. Just hearing the word cancer can blow it up and magnify its meaning in our internal world. Or it could be a body sensation, a sensation in our body. We misinterpret it. We blow it out of proportion. We catastrophize over, you know, it could be this illness, right? It could be that. Lastly, we generalize. We generalize. We can conclude that the whole of something is a certain way. So we conclude that the whole of something is a certain way. All men are cheaters. Right? Also, we reach a conclusion based on certain experiences. I will never overcome anxiety. I will always be this way. I always have anxiety. So going back to the word cancer, a health anxiety sufferer gets a heightened alertness when this word is said because it suits their current identity. They've become so sensitized to the outside world that anything negative that could be potentially life-threatening is sensitive. That's why Googling your symptoms is a very bad idea. I mean, when you go on Google and you, you Google a symptom, it's always going to be the worst case scenario. And since that symptom in a anxiety sufferer is not going away, they think it's something serious because it's sticking around. They have this belief that if it sticks around, then it's something life-threatening. So they immediately go to the worst case scenario and that just snowballs their anxiety. It gets worse. You, they feel the, the flush of bodily sensations. They, they get the lightheadedness, the dizziness, the tingly in the arms and, and, and feet. Once they see that conclusion, Google projects, right? So that's why Googling can be very uh, harmful, but not harmful physically, but harmful for, for their anxiety. I mean, it just fuels a, a health anxiety sufferer's anxiety. So when your built-in alarm system is continuously active, all the negative information externally can heighten your anxiety. Like when you Google that symptom and it's the worst case scenario, it only just heightens your anxiety. So how can you desensitize yourself to this word? Well, first, if you are living the healthy lifestyle that reduces all chances of getting cancer or any other illness you're ruminating over, then you do not need to worry about getting it. And so what kind of lifestyle is this? Well, let's first talk about cancer and, and brief, briefly understand what cancer is. So cancer is 
damage to the mitochondria. And the mitochondria, it produces all the energy in our bodies. So we get this damage to the mitochondria, and this is caused by external factors such as chemicals or high levels of stress over a long period of time. This can damage the mitochondria. Then your body adjusts by going into fermentation. So it, your body adjusts to this damage by going into fermentation. Your body then breaks down sugar as a fuel with the absence of oxygen. So cancer can live on glucose or glutamine. So what can you do to prevent cancer? Well, knowing this, you can do many things. Cancer cannot live on ketones. So a healthy ketogenic diet can reduce your chances significantly. Significantly. This kind of a diet can make you feel healthier uh, uh, and more awake in the mornings and reduce inflammation, which then can it reduce anxiety and depression. So a healthy, organic, whole foods diet, such as the ketogenic diet, can reduce your chances of getting a life-threatening illness. Also, habits that activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which can be exercise, meditation, yoga, hot baths, time in nature, bonding with close friends and family, all these reduce the sympathetic nervous system activation, which is your stress response. So this, all of these activities and habits reduce your stress and the likelihood of getting a life-threatening illness. And also rational thoughts are great for reducing that sensitive reaction you get when, when you hear that word cancer. So the more rational thoughts you use to counter your what-if thoughts when you hear that word cancer, the less reactive you will be. So pile up the evidence that you do not have cancer. So what kind of evidence can we pile up? What kind of rational thoughts can we use to counter these catastrophic what if thoughts about the word cancer? Well, I got a doctor's note from my doctor saying I'm healthy. So I pin it up on my wall and I see it every day. So you have a doctor's note. That's great. That's good evidence. I eat healthy, whole foods, organic foods every day. And I reduce my sugar intake. There you go. That's some great evidence. I exercise regularly. That's great evidence. I meditate often. That's fantastic. So add the evidence to those catastrophic thoughts. So once you hear that word or a disease someone mentions, counter those what-if thoughts with some positive rational thoughts. It's all about how you speak to yourself. What are you communicating to yourself? You know, if, if you feel like you can improve your health, 
And if you feel like you can improve the stress in your life, then you will feel those feelings. You will feel like, yeah, I could do more. I could do more. And that's a good thing. That means you can do more, that you can work harder. So start to adjust the habits in your life. And then you will add evidence to all of those catastrophic what if thoughts. And once you do that, once you add all this evidence, your bond over those strong emotions towards those thoughts when when you hear cancer or a disease, they will lessen until eventually you won't react over them any longer. You'll be living the healthy lifestyle you want and need. And so when you live this healthy lifestyle, you also push through boundaries to, and this desensitizes yourself. So the more you place yourself in uncomfortable situations, the less reactive you will be over the sensation or the thought. It's all about how you react to the thought or the sensation. I'll give you an example. If you don't like the sensation of your heart beating fast, that that pounding feeling you get when you're at the gym, don't avoid the gym. Actually go back. Go back to the dragon's lair, the place where you don't want to go. What happens when you go back there and face the feelings you don't want to face? Well, it's it's still anxiety producing. You still feel uncomfortable, but you sort of get a little used to it that time. You stay, you feel your heartbeat, you kind of recognize it, and 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 you attach rational thoughts. You're like, well, I'm exercising. Of course my heart's going to be fast. My heart is actually pumping blood throughout my body, so it's a good thing my heart is beating fast. It's it's getting stronger. The more the harder it beats, the st- the stronger my heart gets. That's great rational thoughts. So you start to think that. And then you go home, you f- you still feel pretty bad, you know, you had a pretty rough time at the gym, but you stayed, you, you felt your heart beating. So then you go back to the gym the next day and you feel your heart beating again. And so you stick with it, you use some rational thoughts and you sort of get used to it that time, but you still feel uncomfortable. You might have to go to the gym 30 to 40 to 50 times just to Loosen and and desensitize yourself to that feeling of your heart beating fast. But the more you visit that feeling, the more comfortable you get with that feeling, right? That's important to understand. So the more you push through your boundaries, the more comfortable you get, whether it's with the word cancer or other diseases, or if it's a sensation in the body, you get more comfortable with it. And that's where I'm going to leave you on this week's podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will be doing a Q&A podcast soon in the future. So 
please send me your questions. You can send me your questions on my website at unpluganxiety.com or you can hashtag ask Brad on my YouTube videos. So go to my YouTube channel at the anxiety project and leave a comment hashtag ask Brad and I will use that question in my next Q&A podcast episode. Once again, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Remember, do not let anxiety define who you are, and I will see you on next week's episode. Bye. For more podcast episodes, for more video content, and one-on-one coaching with me via Skype, visit www.unpluganxiety.com for everything you need to know about ending anxiety naturally. I love you all. Have a great day. Bye-bye.